Black Ass Podcast with Hadia Robinson. Bono. Bono. But bono. Boom. But on. Boy, they ain't playing no music. I play. You want to hear some good music? I play some good music. But bono. Boom. But on. Look, when you get home from school, take the chicken out the freezer. But bono. Boom. 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 What he say? Man, he said he gonna kill both of us, man. He crazy, man. We need to stick together. <laughs> what up, y'all? Welcome to Black Ass Podcast. Um, if you don't know, that was the movie Friday. It, I just happened to be scrolling and I saw it. And then like an hour later, I'm like, yo, I just wasted a whole hour repeating every line from this dumbass movie. Foo! Where Craig at? Who you? Oh, he in the house. <laughs> uh-uh. <laughs> All right. Now, who is that bitch? <laughs> Man, that's just Debbie from up the... Get your ass in the house. And what you looking at? Get your ass in the house. <laughs> Craig, hey. Craig. Get up right. Yo, where is Felicia? Can, did anybody answer that question? Where, whatever happened to Felicia? I ain't seen her in nothing else. I ain't seen her in an episode of uh, uh, SVU. She ain't been a dead body on Criminal Minds. Where is Felicia? Let me find out. Felicia is really like some uh, a part of the studio. Let me find out. Felicia really is a, a producer at this point. She just happened to be on set one day, and they was like, "What you doing?" <laughs> Craig, Craig, hey, Craig. <laughs> I'ma remember that. Remember it. Write it down. Take a picture. I don't give a fuck. <sighs> anyway. Um, yes, I I feel like I'll just about know all the words to that movie. I've seen it at least 120 times. At the very least, I've seen that movie 120 times. Anyway, what up, y'all? Um I'm super excited. I don't know if you can hear. It's not the beat complex. I had an amazing couple of days. Um, and I'm not going to get too far into it because, you know, <laughs> that's just kind of how my life is or whatever. <laughs> but I had the honor and pleasure and pleasure and honor and honor and honor and honor of going to the National Museum of African American History and Culture. That's right. I was up in that piece. Me and my moms, we was in the building. Shout out to my homegirl that made it happen. Yo, we was in there. Now, here's the thing. I know what you're thinking. Hadia, you can't go to the museum. It's sold out until March. Bitch, what? I said I was at the Natural History Museum. I mean... <clears throat> National Museum, African-American History and Culture. I'm trying to remember it. It's such a long title, but I want to honor every portion of that name. Okay. First of all, the night before, I got a chance to go to a screening of Fences, which is extremely good. Y'all, make sure y'all go see it. It really, really gets into the nuances of family and the complexities of marriage and and raising kids and coming from different, you know, being raised by certain personalities. It's so good. And shout out to Viola Davis. Let me let you know about Madam Queen Viola Davis. When Viola start crying and that's not run out her nose, it's real. Okay? Like, that's what I love about her. I remember watching her for the first time on How to Get Away with Murder. And she just, just snot. And I was like, oh, yes. 
this just got you can put her in any situation that don't even make sense and you like that's not that's not real but let her start crying and that ocean of snot land on her lip you like oh this is real oh, you know is this a i think this is a documentary this is too real um so good Denzel was so good and it's so funny um, and that perfect amount of dirt bag. Like when you watch him, you can be like, oh, that's like my uncle. That's like that's like my dad. You know what I mean? But it's so it's just so complex and layered and it's so good. They they did an amazing job. Y'all I was in a building with Eric Holder. I am a Eric Holder fan. He seemed like that cool ass uncle like, you know what I mean? He going to get you together. He going to talk shit about you, but then give you like you know, $75 and be like, look, put this to a, put 50 of that up and oh, go, you know what I'm saying? Like, come on, Eric Holder. Um, Maxine Waters was in the building. So shout out to Maxine Waters. Like just iconic. Like, oh my God, I, I would walk past her and I was just like, like I wanted, I was trying to make a little noise. So she looked at me. I'm like, Oh, Hey, how you doing? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> she probably was like, no bitch, I'm not falling for that. Keep your whispers to yourself, ma'am. Thanks. Um, so got to go to the screening of Fences. Then the next day, my mom and I got a chance to do to take a tour of the natural, the national. Why do I keep saying natural? National Museum of African American History and Culture. Now here's the thing. This is not just a black thing. Everybody in this country, of every race, needs to come to this museum. It's real. You need to really understand what role African-Americans play in the history of this country. Like, we are American history. It's not, you know, African-American history and, you know, black history and all that stuff. I I love Black History Month. I think it's amazing. I think it's great. I think it's needed. I think it's necessary. But do not be confused. We are history. We are American history. We are the foundation of American history. Yes, everybody played their role, but let's not get it confused that our our shit is only confined to the month of February. Oh no, bitch. 365 days of every year is black history. Everything, every we have a part in everything that took place in this country. We have a role, we have a hand, we are a part of it. Anyway, but um, it's like five, six floors. My mom and I only got through the first floor and didn't even get all the way through the first floor. That's how comprehensive it is. That's how it's so detailed. It's so much information. Y'all, we, we, we couldn't even, you can't, I feel like that museum, you need to, you need a three-day pass. I'm not even bullshitting. You need to go Friday through Sunday. I don't know if it's open on Sunday, but you need to be there every day. To really get it, to really absorb it. I'm one of those people, when I go to the museum, and especially a museum like this, I want to read everything. I want to see everything. I want, If I can hear it, I want to hear it. If I can touch it, I want to touch it. I want to immerse myself in it. And you just not going to get through. My mom and I were there for four hours. We didn't even get through the first floor. Okay, and they did such a great job of utilizing all the space and the ambiance and there's music over here. You hear somebody talking over here. There's a video playing. I mean, maps and and statues and and ledgers and oh, my y'all, I'm not even playing like I feel like. It's. I, you, I, I really can't even grab my words right now, and it's not so much and it's. 
of course, with being there and seeing it and reading it and seeing the details of stuff that, you know, sometimes is glossed over when you talk about, oh, the slave trade, there were over a million people that were traded and, you know, 20 million or whatever. I don't even know the exact number. But it's another thing to see a list of the ships that were carrying cargo a list of, and what countries they came from and then to see how many how many people they set out with and how many people actually survived like we saw one the cargo was 500 people they only got to america with 100 people do you understand what i'm telling you that out of 500 people only what did you even go for only 100 made it so what happened and they talked about how you know this is months in the middle passage we're t- and you we've seen how this slave ship was set up right they talk about how when you went down there the stench was so strong right because these people are laying there they're chained to the to these slats that they're laying on um they talk about how majority of you know the ones that didn't make it just were ske- it was just skeletons i'm do you understand <laughs> like what <laughs> And then when you think about that and then even to understand that even with that, a hundred people made it. Like, do you understand that strength like that? Anyway, I feel like that's the one thing that you get out of every part. Like as you going through, you just see strength. You just see power. You just see endurance. Like people now, I don't, I know I know I could not have. They talked to, bruh, I'm getting a headache. Yo, go, if you can, get some tickets. If you can, talk to somebody. If you can, if you in D.C., you have no excuse. If you live in D.C., legit live in D.C., you should be hanging out in that bitch every day just to see if there's some passes, if somebody didn't show up, if there's just a door you can go in. Like, that's how real it is everybody needs to see this if you're a black person from wherever you need to see this you need to i'm telling you it will change you straight up it will change you so my mom and i like i said we only got to a certain point and then we had to leave because what we had the honor and pleasure and pleasure and honor and honor and honor and honor of going to christmas at the white house (laughs) How did you? Oh my God! You went to the White House, bitches. Okay, I told y'all I know people out here. Okay, when I got in there, Barack was like, "Uh, uh is that a deal? Uh, I think that's a deal." <laughs> he he didn't say that, <laughs> but we was up in there, y'all. It was so awesome. Uh, and the food was amazing. If I was really smart. And I normally do it. I don't know what I was thinking. I would have rolled up a couple of Ziploc bags and just taken something to go, okay? Like, not to be, like, they did this macaroni and cheese with some cauliflower in it. Woo! <laughs> did that. Some lamb some lamb shanks. So tender. What? Mm-mm-mm. They, they did that. They did that. It was amazing. Uh, it was decorated, gorgeous. It was beautiful. Barack is like so freaking handsome. Like you get it. Like you get his stature and presence. Like what? Come 
on. Michelle was there looking flawless as always. You know me and Michelle go back. That's my whole girl. She was like, hey, girl. I was like, hey, girl, hey. Ah! She did speak to me, though. <laughs> and my life is made. Um, So I'm super excited. The last couple of days have been amazing. Uh, And yay. And I'm back. And I'm here to get into this bullshit. Oh, God. <sighs> I will say this. That experience, the museum, going to the White House, has really, I think, just reinforced me for what this next year is going to bring. Because let's be honest, 2016 was shit. Like, unless you won a lottery, unless you got married, unless you had a baby, and probably by now if you had that baby in 2016 and you looking at your pockets and you know Donald Trump is about to be in the presidency, you, about to, you like stressed, so... You know, I'm half and half on the baby tip. But uh, maybe bought a house. You know, unless something monumental happened that, you know, you got a you got a brand new job and you getting six figures, almost seven figures. Oh, you good money. Now, 2016 was the shit for you. But I'm saying if you just a regular person trying to live your life and get by and maintain and it's like it's too much. Prince is gone. Like, do you rec- do you do you understand what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> Is that real? Prince is gone. I'm ready for 2016 to be over. Done. I'm done. I'm done with it. Um. Anyway, uh, it's the holiday season. Uh, yay. Uh, <laughs> you know, this is that time of year where you really run the risk of blowing, putting yourself in such a hole. Like in one of them... I don't know how I'm going to get my kids' school lunch together holes, right? And it, for what? Like, really, 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 when you think about what Christmas is supposed to be about, it's supposed to be about family. It's supposed to be about sharing. It's not necessarily about buying people a bunch of stuff. It's not about having a bunch of gifts. You know, it's more about being present, I think. Not so much the presence, but being present. And really showing people how much you care and listen and understand and, you know. And maybe it's not about getting people stuff that they want. Maybe it's about getting them stuff that they need. Stuff that they, that can um, help build them up, move them to the next level. You know, whatever that is. But I don't think it's about buying a bunch of bullshit that nine times out of ten is going to just collect dust. That's going to get broken. That they're never going to look at. That's going to end up in a back closet in the right corner and nobody's going to touch it again. What was the point? And I'm going to be honest. Look. you We don't know as a whole country. We don't know what is about to happen in January. Like, for real. I'm not trying to say that just to be like, oh, Trump is stupid. He's absolutely stupid. But, like, that stupidity can spiral into some real-ass shit. So I'm saying specifically to people of color, LGBTQ people, Muslims, don't go. Well, Muslims ain't blowing their money for Christmas. But what I'm saying is have you some hideaway money. Have you some skate money. Have you some, oh, shit, it's about to go down money. So don't get caught up in this little holiday season buying shit up and blah, 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 blah. You better be putting some money to the side just in case shit get real. And that's all I'm going to say. Anyway, speaking of money, I want to get into this article that I read in Black Enterprise that was really, really good. And it just talked about the title of it is Three Ways Being in Love Puts Your Assets at Risk. So, you know, 
one of the things that they stated, which I thought was so real, is failing to be open. So when you're dealing with somebody, and I'm not saying y'all going together and y'all just kicking it. I'm talking about really moving forward with somebody, committed with somebody, specifically marriage. But even if you feel like you're going to be um, just living together and in a relationship but never marry, right? Once you start intermingling your finances, it's like you're married. So it's so important to be open about what's really going on and and open about how you see money. Because don't nothing tear a relationship down like financial problems, okay? So be open about, like, how you like to spend your money you know are you somebody that get every other check you want to blow it at the strip club you want to blow it on some bottles and bullshit that's something your partner need to know right like i i know women and even in the movie um fences denzel came home honey he put that check on the table he was like the only money i spend is the money you give me right so and just understanding that majority of the time in relationships, women are much smarter with money. They know what needs to be paid. My homegirl who's married, that's like she handled all the bills. Her man bring the check home, put the money in an account. She's the one that's like, let me pay this bill. Oh, let me, okay, this bill is due, this bill is due, probably going to do this and then that. Like she has the whole um, system down as far as how they maintain their lives financially right and I think that's smart you know what I mean and just really understand if you're a person who don't are terrible with money then either being with somebody who's who's great with money or together y'all figure out how y'all not gonna be terrible with money but I'm gonna be for me if I'm in a relationship me and you can't be together and broke that's just not gonna work me and you can't be together and we both blowing money. That's not going to work because all we're going to do is argue about the fact that we both blowing money. The, argue about the fact that we ain't never got no money. Argue about the fact that I'm in this relationship. I'm working 40 hours a week and now you think I'm about to cook and clean and have sex with you all the time. <laughs> no. No. I, nothing about this situation is making me horny. I don't know what kind of life you live, but no, okay? It is the Sahara Desert over here. Thank you and goodbye. And if this dude at work start acting right, you will be replaced ASAP, okay? And he just got a promotion, <laughs> okay? Keep playing. <laughs> um, it also says that um, you have to be honest, right? Um, you got to have hard discussions about finances and income and financial history. That means don't be trying to hide no student loans and shit like that. I need to know what kind of damage you got in your background. Like, you know, you need to, it's real to ask somebody what your credit score is. Right, all that love and oh, that shit is cute, okay. But what's up with that credit score? Because what you're not about to do is try to put everything in my name. Oh shh, <laughs> talk about oh, I'm a paid nah, bruh. Mm-mm. You're not getting no car in my name. I watch Love and Hip Hop. I know how that shit go down. Hell no. Nah. <laughs> uh uh-uh. uh. Put put a car in my name and then you ride some other chick around the city in it? No. No, sir. We won't be doing that. You ain't giving Cinnamon the Stripper a ride in my car. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> now I get into the passenger seat and I'm like, why is this chair so sticky? Uh uh-uh. uh. No, sir. So. 
and them student loans is real and so everybody you know you get you go back into college and you think about college and the people who went to college and didn't finish college and they was playing around in college and they had four Pell grants and then they quit school and they blew that money uh you gotta pay that back so I'm not about to be paying that back. What are you going to do to get yourself out of this situation so that you and I can come together and then move forward? I'm not trying to clean up your past. I'm trying to come together and us move forward, right? Finally, it says, considering a prenup, prenup, I was about to say prenuptial, <laughs> consider a prenuptial agreement. And I say, yeah. I say yes because, especially if you're someone who, I, for me, I don't think a prenup says that you don't love me or care about me. But at the end of the day, it's us acknowledging that not all the time this shit lasts. Over 50% of marriages end in divorce. So regardless of how strong we think we are, we don't know what's coming down the pipeline. I don't know that you ain't gonna come up in here with an argument, baby. That's one of them, that's a baby you that's when you me and you get into it. And then you wanna go to one of your little ex-girlfriends that's been lingering and lurking around, wanna be all in your Facebook um messages talking about, you remember that time? Bitch, no, I don't remember. Okay, get up out of my man inbox with that memory lane shit and old pictures of you in bikinis at the beach, bitch. Don't do it, okay? But then how do I know, man, you don't get into it about something, and then next thing you know, you over there playing uh back down memory lane, and then now you want to come to the crib with a, with a talk about some, I got a baby on the way, sir. What? <laughs> okay, well... You might want to go ahead and pack that bag, and then you can go over there and be with that bitch. Because what you're not about to do is be up in this house with no damn baby lurking around, or think you about to bring that baby up into my what? <laughs> anyway, so prenup just basically breaks down, and there's no confusion. If in the in unfortunate event this marriage is over. Then it's clean. It's a clean cut. It's a, I feel like it's a better. It's it's so much better than being confused and having to go back and forth and blah 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 blah. Nope. Uh, the other thing is that they talked about in here even before when they said be honest is for people who are in marriages and relationships or whatever and they filed it marriages. I'm sorry and they filed a taxes together. Make sure you going down the tax and seeing what they input and, and have an understanding of what they really have and what they really are filing. They said a lot of times people are just signing it. Like they, your man fill out his section and then you fill out your section and then you just, or one person fills out everything and the other person doesn't go back and just kind of like, okay, wait, what is this? Um, wait, what, 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 what is, what is this? You know what I'm saying? Because that will also bring clarity as to what exactly is going on because you're not paying attention all the time and trust is a beautiful and scary thing at the same time it's beautiful because when you trust someone you don't you don't have the burden of second guessing them when you trust someone you don't you don't spend time wondering, well, why he say, and then, you know, the whole investigation shit sometimes that you go through when there is no trust. So it's a beautiful, it's beautiful in that sense, but it's also scary and dangerous because you can't end up in a really, really, um, 
messed up situation because you had so much trust. You didn't take the time or you didn't do your due diligence as far as running back those numbers, going over whatever you needed to go over, rereading, signing or not signing, you know, that kind of thing. Anyway, so just something to consider um, as you try to get your pockets and money together, whether, you know, in budding relationships and stuff like that, right? Um, in other news, speaking of the holidays, um, Santa is black, y'all. That's right. It's a black Santa. Whoop, whoop. At the Mall of America, Minneapolis, Minnesota, Minnesota, um, they have a black Santa at the Mall of America. And, you know, <laughs> you wouldn't be surprised if I was like, racists are going crazy. That wouldn't surprise you because that's just what they do. Here's the thing. I read one guy's tweet talking about something. <sighs> That's just like if a white person wanted to play Martin Luther King, then black people would lose their mind. Yeah, we would, bitch. Because guess what? Martin Luther the King, Martin Luther the King, Martin Luther King was an actual person, a real-life documented human being. Santa, you dumb bitch, is just a character, okay? That's like you believing that Dancer and Prancer is living in the woods behind your house, you fucking idiot. Like, that's like you really believing that there are elves in the North Pole making Barbies, you stupid son of a bitch. Why, how do you even, white people, get your white people. Just, just get them. Just get them, get them. That, that's not even the same ballpark of making sense. If a white man played Martin Luther Sir, here's the thing, white people. And I'm sure that it's very confusing for y'all because everything has been about y'all for so many years. Everything. Everything that meant anything, was a, it was a white person at the helm, right? And... Now, other people are saying, uh, no, you know what? This made-up character can also be black. This made-up-ass character can also be Latino. He can also be, like, he can be whatever. It's it's made up. It's in your imagination. Jesus can be black. Like, (laughs) it's all made up anyway. Okay, no shade, no shade, no shade. I went too far. I apologize. What I'm saying is, it... Everything isn't white, okay? And at the end of the day, when y'all wrap your brain around the idea that we are all human beings, as much as y'all like to feel like y'all are in some way two bleacher stairs about, above everybody else, bitch, you're not. Humans. Blood, bone, cells, hair, some more than others, right? Whatever. And that's just it. And once y'all can wrap y'all racist ass brain around that, you will feel so much better. But I am really, truly, I really, truly believe that white people ain't suffered enough shit to really. So, so like y'all have not suffered enough. So everything feels like suffrage, right? So y'all don't have, um, slavery you don't have um 
genocide killings. You don't have shit like that where you can say, you can, it'll help you realize, oh, this that I'm really bitching and moaning about, it's not even that serious. It really isn't, it doesn't even register on the scale of, tra- it's not even a real tragedy. I'm making it a tragedy because I'm white and I've had everything handed to me and all of a sudden I'm not getting exactly what I want and I feel like it's an attack on me as a person. White people, get them. Get them. Get your white babe out. Um, then some genius said some dumb shit like, well, wouldn't be surprised if Santa is a Muslim. Because how Minneapolis is overrun by them. Let me read it right. Here it is. <laughs> White people. Oh, God. It says, and I'm sure next year it'll be the first one Islamic Santa being Minnesota is overrun by Muslims. Hey, genius, it won't be an Islamic Santa, you dumb fucking idiot, because Muslims don't celebrate Christmas, bitch. What is wrong with y'all? Like, I feel like when racists get on Twitter, they don't think about facts. They don't think about what makes sense. They just get on there to spew. They just get on there to vomit all this racist shit, and then they're like, yeah, post tweet you know what i mean like do y'all not reread your tweets do you not read them run them by somebody else do you not run them by like uh get in here read that and tell me if that makes sense or maybe you do and you're just talking to another dumbass racist and they like yep makes perfect sense to me <laughs> like what is wrong anyway but shout out to black santa i'm here for black santa black santa first of all there's nothing more glorious than a fat jolly ass black man okay you ever been to like the little liquor store you ever been to a hardware store one of those mom and pop joints the old fat black man that own the laundromat or something he always got a joke he always playing the best music you always gonna get some good ass motown songs from here right uh like they're amazing a, a older a older fat black man come on now he gonna give you the best hugs he gonna make some banging ass food don't let him get in the kitchen oh he's going to get busy okay i'm talking about as soon as you get in the house you hungry you want something he, like those older fat black men they don't wait for a woman to cook they be the ones in the kitchen getting busy what Go to an older fat black man house he always got something smoked up in that motherfucker it's always smelling like some grease or butter. He all like he 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 getting his life. What? Make some banging ass greens? Come on. Just you could go over there on a Tuesday. He got some greens with like some some chicken necks in it. Some some random meat. You be like, man, God, these greens is good as hell. Yeah, you know that's my that's my granddaddy recipe, right? He got a garden. He grow all his own foods. Y'all bugging what? Fat black Santa. No shade to white Santa. I think white Santa, if you a Santa person, that's great. But the, the idea that white people having a, a monopoly on Santa, get the fuck out of here. Get it together. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Um, continuing in the vein of the holidays, I ran across this video of a girl who 
was put out of Victoria's Secrets because she's a black woman. Another black woman got caught stealing in the Victoria's Secrets. So the managers of this Victoria's Secret somewhere in Texas decided to put this other black woman, these other two black women completely out the store. They had nothing to do with this black woman that was stealing. They didn't know her. They had no association with her. And the white woman in the store was like, all y'all get out. And she's making a video. And I think it was a Facebook Live or whatever. And, you know, she's her initial reaction is like, wow. Like, oh, snap. This really happening. Wow. And then she ends up leaving the store and ends up going to her car. And then she, like, breaks down crying. And I get it. I get the frustration of feeling like, bitch, what? What the, f- huh? You know, and maybe even the embarrassment of, oh, you going to put me out the store? And I just got in here and I came in here to spend my money? I'll even accept if she's crying because she wants to kick the emotional aspect, the emotion of, of it up to hopefully get it to Victoria's Secret and Victoria's Secret fires those girls that's working there. I'm here for that at all times, right? But if you just crying because you can't spit, you can't give Victoria's Secret your money, sis, sis, I'm not gonna call her, sis, get pull it together. It's not that serious. First of all, it ain't like Victoria's Secrets is the best draws you can buy. Like, it ain't like this is high-end La Perla draws. This ain't like these are the only, this the only place you can get nice underwear. You can go take your ass right over to Marshall's. It's some nice underwear over at Marshall's. You can take your ass over to Macy's. It's some nice underwear at Macy's. If you really want to go high-end, take your ass to Neiman Marcus. Go take your ass to one of them lingerie stores, Bloomingdale's, whatever the case may be. But don't get up on no camera crying because these white people won't accept your money. Black people as a whole, stop begging people to take take your money. Listen, there are numerous black-owned businesses, black-owned uh, product makers that you can spend your money with. You don't have to give your money to Victoria's Secret. There is... Just go on Google. There's one called Nubian Skin. They make, like, nude underwear for people of color that actually fit your skin tone that you can actually put on and not look like you're wearing a Band-Aid. Like, just go go online. And guess what? If you can't find it, then put, put a post up. Somebody will make it. Like, go on Etsy. It's mad black people making shit on Etsy. Like, what I'm saying is we don't – we spend $12 trillion. It's probably more now. We spend at least $12, $12 trillion on bullshit. Our money matters. Stop begging these companies to accept us. If they don't want to fuck with us, guess what? We don't fuck with them. And and trust and believe they will come knocking. If black people – if black people as a whole stop going to Victoria's Secret – Victoria's Secret will be sponsoring uh, events at historically black colleges. They will be giving out scholarships. They will be investing in, in elementary schools. They will do whatever they needed to do to get our black asses back in that store. But you sitting up crying in your car and breaking down because you can't get you can't go blow some money in Victoria's Secret, sis. It's not that serious. It's not. And I like I said, I I acknowledge that it probably was very frustrating. I acknowledge that you probably were very upset and embarrassed, but 
girl, you should have got on that video like, yo, I'm calling everybody right now. Don't spend no money at Victoria's Secret. They on some bullshit. The higgle the bitch that put me out the store. I want her fired. The only way we ever going to go back to Victoria's Secret. If this chick get fired and we don't, she, she don't get another job at another Victoria's Secret, period, point blank, and next. Mission accomplished. I'm all on board with you right there. But once you start crying, and then I ain't even do nothing, and I got a girl, girl, girl. <sighs> anyway, so I just wanted to comment on that because I saw it online, and I was just, like, kind of disgusted a little bit because we better than that, black people. They, they need us. They need our dollars. Our dollars move this shit. Don't even get me on my soapbox after coming from the National Museum of African American History and Culture. We are the, we, our dollars are what move this country forward, period. Don't ever doubt that. So don't feel like they doing you a favor. No, bitch, you doing them a favor. All these companies, we're doing them favors, okay? Trust and believe. It ain't that many white people buying Teslas. It's, it's the black people that's buying Honda Accords. It's the black people that's buying Camrys. It's the black people that's buying Altimas that's really moving this shit forward. It ain't them one or five or six white people that's buying boats and shit like that. No, it's the black people that's on the bus. It's the black people that's riding a train. It's the black people that's doing that shit. It's, that's where the movement is. It's in the, it's in the small. It's not, it's not enough of them buying up big shit. It's our black ass paying rent buying playstations buying jordans anyway that's just my little food for thought y'all hang on to that y'all think about that i'm gonna keep it pushing um oh damn it we already have 40 minutes <sighs> all right here we go boom i just read real quick because you know this none of my episodes are complete until i get into some fuck shit some um racists are doing so that's just what it is um police officer um who in pennsylvania a white woman uh she's in mckeesport um she's a part of mckees she was rather a part of the mckeesport police force um she put up a facebook post and it was really like a um snapchat and she's in her uniform sunglasses on and she says i'm the law today nigga And she was promptly fired. So shout out to the mayor of McKeesport, Michael Cheripko. Cheripko. That these sent some of these uh consonants together. Woo, make it tough. Cherip Cheripko. Michael Cheripko. Shout out to the mayor of McKeesport, Michael Cherip Cheripko. <laughs> Who um dismissed her ass very properly her name was melissa adamson and he released a statement that says as mayor of the city of mckeesport i feel compelled to publicly address an issue that has come to my attention via social media <clears throat> a past social media post surfaced just a few hours ago involving a recent hire part-time police officer who has been in training as a probation probationary employee for just a few weeks. This post displays, displays a degree of conduct and character that is far different from what I would expect from an officer in this city. It is absolutely unacceptable. It goes on and on and on. 
she has been relieved of her duties and her employment has been terminated. Boom. Bang, fucking bang. That's all, you know what I'm saying? The thing is, is that when racists do racist shit, it is so helpful when the people who are in power get them information. Because that's the only way you're going to understand that what you did is wrong and that that won't be tolerated. It has to be a movement of, oh, bitch, you're not going to do that. What you're not going to do is that right there, right? But when people make excuses, oh, she ain't me. So then she wants to come back and say, everybody who knows me knows I'm not a racist, bitch. But obviously you are. Because what part of you putting up, I'm the police now, nigga, says that you not a racist who are you talking to bitch who were you who was that post for who at what how does that represent anyway i don't have to do this i keep forgetting i don't have to y'all listening y'all got me y'all know what y'all know what it is but it's like says who the fuck i'm not a racist oh well, that that post is racist as fuck. Your face in the post is racist as fuck. Yo, anyway, too many F-bombs. I'm done with the F-bombs for the day. I've reached my F-bomb quota. Uh, shout out to everybody who has still hung, on, hung in there with, that was probably 17 for this episode. It is what it is. Um, but the great thing is, not only did she lose her job as, you know, with that police force, she lost her other part-time job with another little police situation. So I, that's how we move forward, people. That's how we all come together. That's how you that's how you keep these these races, these nut jobs. That's how you keep them in their space because you let them know that you might want you might do that in those backwoods. You might do that at your little Confederacy meeting and all that other shit. But when you cross that line and you come out into the world where everybody else is, you can't do that. So shout out to the mayor of McKeesport that shut it down. He shut that shit down based on what I'm reading. He said that that post came up a few hours ago and he was already like, and cut. Thank you so much. You might want to go ahead and clean that locker out. Give me that gun and that flashlight. Bitch, did you get them sunglasses from us? Give me the sunglasses too. Yes, thank you so much. You might want to try down there at Walmart or maybe Victoria's Secret because clearly they don't have a problem with bitches being racist. But what you're not going to do is be a police officer in this city and think that that shit is cool. So shout out to um, this police i mean the mayor of mckeesport and the police department for putting her fully on blast i think that's great awesome good job all right finally going to round round it on out and discuss the um the michael slager trial so unless you have been paying zero attention to anything michael slager is the uh police officer that shot walter scott in the back as he was running away um and it was videotaped by a passerby and at not only did he shoot him he took a taser and dropped the taser by his dead body to create some kind of scene and scenario which look i watched training day i watched these motherfucking cop shows you know what it is i watched shades of blue these when you do some shit like that bitch you setting a scene you are then creating this idea that your life was in danger when the fuck it wasn't so michael slager the whole ass police officer 
that stopped Walter Scott. And then uh, when Walter Scott ran away, he shot him in the back. Is now uh, was not brought up on any charges, and his trial became was a mistrial because for some reason these ignorant fucking blind sons of bitches in the jury couldn't see, did watch the video and didn't see nothing wrong with it. They watched this police officer shoot a man in the back and was like, "Oh, okay, yeah, that's kind of how police procedure works," and not even just that, but just the idea that. You know, they're upholding this. He he felt threatened. His life was in danger. Bullshit-ass defense. That's bullshit. And, you know, I, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. These police are giving a, giving a sheet of shit to choose from. I feared for my life. I just wanted to get home to my family. It was dark. He had a gun. I didn't know. He, it, the I, I thought it was a gun. It was a book. I, I just wanted to get home to my family. I feared for my life. He was so much bigger than me. He was like Incredible Hulk, but I was just a wee baby. I was I was a baby deer in the headlights, but he, he was like, you know, a gorilla. And, and they give him a sheet, and they just go down that sheet, and they say, hey, you need to pick at least three excuses of why you murdered this man, and we'll go from there. What else can it be? What else could it possibly be when you, and then to add insult to injury, the fuck there's out of the 12 jury, 11 were white. 11 were white, one was black. And I'm reading today that you know, the one the one black one who was the foreman, his felony charges are being dropped. Well, do we need to have any other conversation after that? You're going to drop my felony charges. I'm going to say whatever you want me to say. I'm sure that's his mindset. Oh, so I'm not going to have this and I can go and, and live a regular life. Oh, yeah. Yep. I will. I will gladly throw this nigga under the bus. What else you want me to say? You, do you want me to say you think I think he raped kids? I'll say that. Do you want me to say that um, he ain't pay his child support? He ain't pay his taxes? Not that that shit matter, but I guess it only matter if you black, right? Oh, I'll say that. You know, I can go by his baby mama house and I can get some dirt on him. I could, oh, you only, okay, let me know what I need to do. Dorsey Montgomery sent his black ass in that jury room and allowed them this whole idea of, oh, we don't know what the fuck happened. First of all, his whole argument is some bullshit because I saw him on a view and a bitch gonna say, oh, I didn't really know anything about the case. How, how, how? This Video was everywhere, okay? This video was on Facebook, Twitter. It was circulating all over the news, except Fox News. But let's be honest, Fox ain't news, so it is what it is. This video was everywhere. So there's no possible way that you didn't see this video, bitch, unless you just got your eyesight back. Period. But, okay, he ain't seen the video. And then he goes on to say, you know, his intention when he first went in there was to convict Michael Slager. But after he saw the evidence and after he saw the video, he it, uh he knew based on the evidence. Bitch, what? So you telling me that you saw a police officer shoot a man that was running away five times in the back and nothing about that said to you, damn, this is wrong. Get the fuck out of here. No, your ass set up in that courtroom, you set up in that jury box, and you were sitting up there thinking about all the shit you was going to do once that felony was off your fucking record. But guess what, sir? Fucking Dorsey Montgomery with your hoe ass. 
please understand, bitch, that now you have cho- you have made a choice. Don't come back over here. Don't try to act like, oh, what's up? I want to come to the... Bitch, you can't come to the card game. You can't come to the motherfucking hustle class. Your ass ain't coming to the cookout. You ain't coming to the baby's, the baby's motherfucking baby shower. You ain't coming to none of that shit, bitch. You are now in... You... Omarosa, Ben Carson, y'all niggas is all fucking buddies. So you better you better write a letter, ho, and try to figure out how y'all can be friends, cause you don't get to be friends over here, bitch. You better you better make friends with them and other eleven jury members, bitch. And you better hope they allow you to come to the house, cause bitch, you can't come back over here. That's some bullshit right there. And then here's my thing: you come out of that jury room talking about you saw the video and you didn't think it, nothing was wrong with it. But this the thing. That should be the last fucking thing that you say as a black man with the same damn near bill as Walter Scott. Motherfucker, that could be your black ass next. And guess what? Ain't nobody. Zero fucks for me. Zero fucks for me. My problem, my the on a larger scale, my problem is the fact that Michael Slager had 11 white people in his jury. So how is it? that this white man gets to have 11 white people in his jury box. But if Walter Scott was on trial, it would still be 11 fucking white people in his jury box. Something is wrong with that. There is something wrong with the fact that when it comes to white people, it's always in their favor. Something is wrong with the fact that when it comes to black people, you already know. Let me tell you something. It is something to be said about the fact that O.J. Simpson is the only black dude probably in the history of this fucking country that has gotten away with some bullshit. Think about that. Think think about how long black people have been in this country. Think about the fact that with all the trials and all the motherfucking uh, uh, legal and political, legal shit that's going on with black people, O.J. Simpson is probably the only black person in the history of black people. I don't know nobody else. Please write me. Let me know I'm wrong. OJ. And they still got his dumb ass. So fuck you, Dorsey Montgomery. I have nothing for you. I I wish nothing good in your whole fucking life, bitch. Fuck you. Uh, enjoy not having that felony. I hope you don't never get another job. And that's just what the and that's just how the fuck I feel. And you better pray. Every time you get pulled over by the police, bitch, you better pray with all the prayers of the ancestors that you don't end up like Walter Scott. That somebody don't look at your fat ass and think, oh shit, this big motherfucker about to take me down. I just want to get home safe. I'm fearing for my life. I just want You better pray, Dorsey. You better pray with all the prayers of 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 ever of ever all the prayers of ever you know what else is fucked up is that you know as much as people love to tell us oh you just gotta wait for the system to work you just gotta trust in a bitch why would we trust in a system that has never worked for us why why would you know what this whole just wait and let the just let the system do let the system work bitch it don't work for us so what are we waiting for what are we you know what are we supposed to wait for what are we supposed to see that we haven't seen already Walter Scott was running in the whole ass other direction and got shot five times in the back by a police officer somebody who's supposed to serve and protect if the, if you don't see a problem with that fuck everything about you because that's a problem and sidebar 
Fuck that whoe ass cop that sat there when Walter Scott got shot. Let Michael Slager drop that motherfucking taser right by him and didn't say a motherfucking word. Fuck you, bitch, man, bitch, whoever you are. Fuck you. And here's the other thing about Dorsey. I just, you know, it's so many elements to this shit that pisses me off. But then you go on The View and then act like you moving the needle forward. You know, I didn't have a problem with the fact that I was the only black person in the jury box. You didn't? You didn't see that as a problem. So that tells me you had no intention of bringing justice to to Walter Scott. You had no intention. If you uh, are the only black person in a case dealing with somebody killing a black person and you don't see a problem with that, that means, bitch, you don't give a fuck. I didn't see a problem with I just, you know, you had to see past my color. and No, bitch, I want you to see my color. I want this motherfucking jury box black as fuck. I want you to sit in that motherfucker sweating because you already know that the hammer is about to come down. You already know we about to go back here in the jury room and straight tear your ass up. We're going to go through all these pictures. We're going to go through all these statements. We're going to go through everything with a fine tooth fucking comb because we're looking for anything to take your punk ass down, bitch. How dare you? But but this whole ass time, I, I just, you know, I just, when I went in there, I just wanted, man, fuck you, Dorsey, you bitch. Usa, Usa, Usa. Mm, you know, I begin turn all the way up. Anyway, um, but, you know, maybe one day, hopefully one day we'll get the justice that's, you know, everybody else get in this country. One day we'll the we'll sit back and let the system work and it will actually work for us i don't know when but maybe one day i guess i gotta have a hope of my ancestors because right now anyway all right y'all uh that's it that's it that's all i got i can't do no more i done dropped 37 and a half f-bombs i think at a certain point i was like but it was right it was on a <laughs> want to thank everybody for listening, man. Make sure you go and subscribe to the podcast. You can go to hrcomedy.com, go to the podcast section, and of course, subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, SoundCloud, and it's on Google. It's on Blueberry. It's a, it's a couple of places. We, we out there. We out there. Uh, next week. Hey, Wednesday, man, the time is among us, December 14th, my hour. I'm doing it. It's going down. Stand Up New York is the location. You can go to the website, standupnewyork.com, and use the promo code HR Comedy Live. That's right. That's me, live, all up in your area. <laughs> what was that? Yo, is he don't know, Dunson. He don't know, Dunson. It's brand and tan. All up in your area. <laughs> what was that? I, I said a little bit right, but a little bit wrong. Uh, but yeah, if you know that movie, you know what I'm talking about. He don't know, Dunson. It's like going to be me. I'm going to be in like a black chinchilla with Dalmatians all around, all around, all around, all around. <laughs> anyway, December 14th, man. Next Wednesday, come through. Get your tickets. Only $10 with the promo code HR Comedy Live. You can go to StandUpNewYork.com and get your tickets. 7.30 show, 9.30 show. I want you in the building. Come laugh with me. Come come feel this energy. Come feel this love. Um, and uh, uh, 
Nas- National Museum African-American History and Culture. I don't know how you're going to get tickets. I don't know. I don't even know where to go. Like I said, I was blessed to have somebody um, gift some to me. So shout out to my homegirl. But go. You need to see it. You need to be a part of it. You need to experience it. It's that real. Go, 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 go. All right, y'all. Thank y'all so much for tuning in. Black Ass Podcast. I'm Hadia Robinson. Peace.